been discussing in the middle of Perak Mem Aleph, chapter 41 in the Tanya, and basically the Alter Rebbe is giving you uh, in this Perak uh, the importance of things of how to pray. The Alter Rebbe was talking about how the importance of having uh, love and fear, how they're both wings that carry up your prayer and your davening, and he talked about even the minimal level of Yira to be avoidas evet to be serving like a like a servant like a slave of Hashem is necessary for uh, the service to fly up to uh, accomplish, and he says in the end if a person does his mitzvah for thinking about the uh, awe and the fear of Hashem. Uh, and even though it may not be open in his heart, still it's still considered a um, um, a level of service of Hashem, and uh, even to the minimal level, even not as a fear of a king, just as fear like of a human being uh, that watches you, that you wouldn't do the same thing. The Rebbe says. First of all, just servicing Hashem, doing something because you have the that reflection. Even if you don't have fear, that's a mitzvah of itself. That's a mitzvah of service of Hashem. To get the fear, but he says there is a little fear included in that. The bottom line is the Alter Rebbe gives you the reflections. First to first part, he talked about for a person to know that Hashem is looking over him and that he is uh, watching everything that he's doing. And therefore, um, you have to serve him. You also, that Hashem drops everything of the above and he unites it with him. Also talked about the fact that when you uh, learn, you bring down the various different levels, as he talked about the Shema uh, on himself and the Talus, the Malchus. He gives you the various different reflections. Today, the uh, Rebbe is going to talk about a further point of what one should think about when he's uh, praying or when he's doing a mitzvah or when he's studying Torah so he says that there is something now this next part that the Alter Rebbe is going to say is more like a uh, additional kind of a thought which is not something so easy to have but it's important he says which means while we pray for ourselves to connect ourselves to Hashem and to use the davening and the learning and the mitzvah as a means of connection to Hashem and accepting Hashem's kingdom, and both with love and fear, like I said before, but there's also an additional thought, which is to connect Hashem with the source, with our source, which means the Ein Sof, as he's going to explain with the Shekhinah. You know, before many... Uh, many uh, mitzvahs. By us, we do it uh, before we say the Baruch Shamar. By us, I mean the Chabad, we do it before we do the Baruch Shamar. We say the prayer, L'Shem Yichud Kuchobrichu Shechintei. But by most Sidurim, they have the other Sidurim, they say it before they do a mitzvah. They say, L'Shem Yichud Kuchobrichu Shechintei. And he's going to explain what we're actually saying over there, because on the simple level, we're talking about ourselves who are in this world, and we're trying to connect us with the Ein Sof, with the infinite. We're trying to connect us with the uh, the source of the mitzvahs. Uh, so the person who's in this world is connecting with the Ein Sof, which are dressed up in the 
Torah, in the mitzvot, in the prayer. That's what we're doing when we're doing a mitzvah and when we're studying. That's about us. But there is another thing is to connect our source with the Ein Sof, which means we're merely over here in this world. But what happens is when we do a mitzvah in this world, we're not just bringing down God to us. In the spiritual level, we're bringing down God on our source, where we come from. So we're doing a mitzvah here, and we're bringing down God to us to subjugate ourselves to be included into Hashem. That's us in this world. But we come from somewhere, and all of the things that we do is based on the higher root. It's basically the level of Malchut. The Malchus is the level from which it animates all the energies that we get in this world. So when the energy to do that particular mitzvah comes from the level of Malchut, and our prayer is, and our intention should be, to connect the Ein Sof with the Malchut. The Malchut is called the Shekhinah. And Kuchabricho, that's the Ein Sof. So just like we were talking till now, that we want to bring down the Ein Sof with us in this world, we also want to connect the Ein Sof with our source, so that the source is united. That's the Yichud, the unity that takes place of Kuchabricho, which is the Ein Sof and the Shechinti. Let's look inside. But that is going to say is not something that everybody can easily achieve. Because then you have to, it can't be selfish. Then you're doing it for Hashem. Most of the cases when we're talking about before that you should love Hashem and you should fear Hashem and you should have intention to include, to connect yourself to Hashem, that's for yourself, for your benefit. But here we're talking about you should have in mind for the benefit of the source. That's for all Jews, for everybody, where we all come from, for our source. That's sort of a selfless kind of a request. For that, you need to be in a higher level. It's kind of hard to be truthful that we should really care so much about Hashem. He says, yes, it is truthful also to a certain extent, but we'll learn. But that's a higher level to not pray or connect, want to connect ourselves. For ourselves connecting that, we have an absolutely strong, uh, natural uh, inclination that we have. And that would happen almost... uh, you know, uh, truthfully, hundred percent. But to pray to Hashem to connect our source, that is Malchus, with the Kuchibrich with the Shechina, that's already for the higher goal. That's like praying for Hashem, even though I'm not so uh, not for me. It's not selfish, not for me personally. It's for everybody. It's for Hashem basically, because that's what Hashem wants to be a Yichud Kuchibrich Shechina. Let's go inside. Okay. However, our sages of blessed memory said. Quote, A person should never exclude himself from the uh, general, uh, which means when the community is doing something, and literally it means, uh, when the community is doing something, don't abstain, don't be different. Participate in the activity of the community. As for example, there's a fast day declared by the community. Don't go and eat. Participate with the community, with the kalal, with the general public. So in this context, he's going to say, include yourself, don't exclude yourself from the community. Also, you see, when you say like a mishaberach, like when you make, so you make the mishaberach, you say amongst all the other sick people. You don't want to just talk about your person itself. You're asking Hashem to help you and pray you together amongst all other people. When you pray for comforting a mourner, you say, b'soich, 
amongst those who mourn for Zion in Jerusalem. So you always want to include yourself, not just focus on yourself, but you want to be included. But in this context over here, we're saying you don't only want to pray for yourself. He's telling you when you're davening and you're doing the mitzvah, you want to pray for the Jewish people as a whole, for the source of all of us you want to pray for. So that means, I'm not sure, i got to look up why he uses the word with a sof over here, two times, instead of saying, yis is sort of like a, uh, it's a passive kind, I'm not sure exactly, to say. but in any event, he should have in mind, the intention should be, to unite, you'll see, and to cleave to him. What is he trying to unite over here? Up till now we were talking to unite yourself. Over here we're saying you're trying to unite and to cleave. Mokar nafshehalikis. The source of your godly soul. Not your godly soul we're talking about here. An additional thing. Your source of your godly soul. And also mokar nafshe is called Yisrael. And also the source of all Israel. Because all Israel and you have the same source. You come from the same place. What your source is the breath of God's mouth, because by the human being, it says in by Adam Arishan, the first man, it says over there, which is represents for the Jewish people, it says um, that Hashem nafachtabi, that you blew into me, and as opposed to all other were were other creations, they were created from God saying, so to speak, God's speech. That was from the Ruach, the inside more. When a person blows, he vested more energy. So that's called the source. We all come from Hashem's Ruach Piv Yisbarach. What's another name for Ruach Piv Yisbarach? For His blessed spirit of His mouth? Hanikra B'Shem Shechina. That is what we call the divine. We're getting to explain the divine. So you're praying for the unity and the uh, cleaving of the malchut, the source, the shechina. I'll shame. Sure, yeah. It's called, that's called the shechina. I'll shame shechenes mislabeshes That rests and dresses up within all the worlds to vitalize them, to give them existence, which basically everything in the world needs Hashem's to sustain them and to give them existence at all the time. What is that level of godliness that sustains them? That sustains them. That is, in a way, that uh, fills the world, which means that's a level which comes down to every world according to its level, and in a way that surrounds the world. So what gives the person the energy to do the mitzvah. So we say we're physically, right? But the, that spiritual energy, the, 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 the force that our godly soul uses is an energy that comes from the Shekhinah, from that energy that Hashem invested into the world to create everything. That gives the flow for the power of speech that he speaks in the words of Torah, or the power of this action that he's doing, whether he's talking, studying Torah, speaking words of Torah, or the action, to do this mitzvah. We'll, we'll discuss at the end, after the shir, we'll discuss the various different energies that emanate from Hashem, and what we're trying to do to unite is to accept Hashem's kingdom, Hashem's malchut upon us, and in this case, what we're really trying to do is 
we're trying to include that there should be a revelation of the aims of the greater light into the more contracted light, which is the level of the Shekhinah, which uh, energizes us. So we're saying that when we're davening, we're asking Hashem to energize us. We should sort of benefit. And we're also asking Him that He should unite with the source of everything, with the level of Machus Kuchabrich Hashkintek. How do we create that unity between the Ein Sof, the Kuchabricho, with the Shekhinah, with the Malchus, with the source of, of, of the Yid? That is, uh, how do we create it? When we bring down the infinite of Hashem below, how do we bring it down? By doing Torah mitzvahs. When you occupy yourself in studying Torah and doing mitzvahs, then that means that you're bringing down sort of the infinite into this world. Why? Because those are directly connected to Hashem, the Torah and the mitzvahs. And when you're studying it, you're doing it in the physical world. You bring down Torah mitzvahs. Because the Ein Sof is dressed up in the Torah mitzvahs. So, what is therefore the person, we're telling the person, the Alter Rebbe is saying, we're telling the person you should have that in mind. So you should have in mind, that you should draw down his blessed light on the source of your life, which is the Shekhinah, which is also the source of Nefoshes called Yisrael, to unite them, to unite the level of the Ein Sof with the level of the Shekhinah, to unite them. When we bring it down over here, we're also bringing it down above on the spiritual level. And as we'll explain later on, you'll see later on, he's going to explain to you what does it mean, this unity. You know, to explain, you're asking a lot about this unity, what this unity is at great length. Look over there later on. Okay. And this is the meaning of Yisrael. We are saying, when we do the mitzvah, we're saying for the purpose, l'shem, for the purpose, of Yichud Kuchabrichu Shechinte, to unite Kuchabrichu, which is the Ein Sof, which is the level of Malchus, which is the Ruach Piv, which is your sore. B'shem Kol Yisrael, which means in the name of all of Israel, what does it mean? As representative for all of Israel, because all of Israel are connected. So you're not just praying to Hashem to connect it with yourself. You're praying for Hashem to connect it to your source, which is really the source of all Jews, which we are all together, which we're all united over there. And that's part of the thought that one technically should have before dawning. And he says there is actually a further advantage uh, to this kind of, of, of thought because, um, as he's going to explain over here, generally speaking, you know, sometimes people are very strong opinionated, or as I gave the example before, we talk about the chesed and the gavura, those are like colored cups in which you have clear water and then, which Hashem dresses up in them, and then it emanates kind of a different color, but <clears throat> different colors represent something different if we talk about the sefirot like chesed and gavura, chesed means forces, for, uh, was kindness gavura stringencies, those are uh, the two separate so like you have in a trial, you have a prosecutor, and you have a defense, and each one insists on their, you know, on their, uh, this one is trying to prosecute, everybody's doing their job. Uh, you have angels that criticize, you have angels that defend, everybody does, and 
before a king, sometimes you also have the various different officers. But it says, we say, like, Ose Shalom Bim Ramav. He makes peace. Ramav, those who are above. What does it mean? But when the king comes, you know, everybody voices their opinion and everybody is strong. But when the king comes, everybody is quiet. You know, we'll, we, don't, we don't talk. And in the mirror of the king, in other words, when there is a revelation of a higher authority, like two rabbis can be arguing about what's the meaning of something, and then the big rabbi comes in, we don't, we drop our arguments, we listen to the big rabbi, because we know that both, <coughs> that both of us, as great as we think we are, we know that he knows, and therefore we don't. So, uh, if, 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 if two, two, two Chabadniks will, will have a discussion, a debate, and then somebody will come in and say, well, the Rebbe said so, well, we all know that what, what I think and you think doesn't really matter because the Rebbe knew better. So therefore, the point is just a, 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 my example. But we say with regards to Chesed and Gvura, these various different forces of the spiritual forces, the various different colored cups, as we were calling them, they are in force when they're left alone, but when there is the revelation, we're talking about l'shem yichud kuchabrichu shchinte. We're bringing down the higher level, the infinite light of the Ein Sof, into the level of Malchus. So then, or in this case, into the level of the Midos and all the in all the Midos and all the Chesed and Gvura. So in that case, there is no more. Uh, they they don't have any more essay. So while stringency wants to punish a person, say for example, say. Sometimes we have person deserves, let's say, uh, for his actions. Let's say God wants to punish him, God forbid, let's say, for his action. But what happens is when we bring down the higher level over there, so these spheres do not anymore function as forceful as they were before. So we learned that earlier in Haggad too. Over there he says the Gavura, the stringency becomes sweetened. They don't no more. They, the criticism is no more critical. He's no more criticizing. The prosecutor isn't anymore trying so forcefully to say because in the presence of the king. So that's why you can change sometimes a decree when you're praying. You can change a decree. So even though it was decreed before, but because of the higher level, so which is coming down into the source, helps sweeten the things, helps change around so that the criticism will not be so strong so we would, wouldn't that, that's why we have, that's why we pray, that's what you can change around, so he, this is what the footnote is going to bring you from the Kabbalah, he says like this the Gam Ali and also through this now, he's saying to you what happens, he, this is separate of what we're saying to unite the Kuchmich that should be your, 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 your intention, but he tells you now what happens when it does come down, the Ein Sof comes down, when we do do the Yichud, what happens? Something else happens automatically. Automatically, these stringencies will become sweetened in the kindness, automatically, because right now, because now the old measures, the different Midos, will be united, so it's no more standalone. The criticism is not anymore fully criticizing, and therefore the kindness is able, it doesn't work the other way, it doesn't work that the criticism overpowers the chesed, it works the chesed overpowers the gevura, which means this kindness of Hashem, basically in the source, overweighs, sweetens the gevura, 
through the revelation of Hashem's will that's the higher level that's the Kuchibrichu that's the level of which revealed above as we were saying before not only revealed on the person but revealed above into Malchus through the arousal below which means your work below when you reveal it below when you're davening and learning and you bring down so the level of the Ein Sof you're also bringing down the source in the occupation if you'd learn Torah and do mitzvahs which is Hashem's will this is the books of the Kabbalah and the Idr Rabba and the Mishnah's Chassidim in Meseches Arach Ampin Perik Dalet. So there it says that the 630 mitzvahs of the Torah specifically they are drawn from the white of Arach Ampin. That's the level of the Kesser, the level of Sefirot, I'm not going to go into it now to explain that, but it's just a, a reference of the Kabbalah, but it tells us right away, that is the will of above, of the supreme will, which is the source of all kindness, which means that's why you're going to have the kindness being overpowering the Gavuros, because the source of the kindness is the source of the mitzvah. And when you're doing a mitzvah over here, you're bringing down the source of the mitzvah on the spiritual level, which sweetens the, which is, comes from the level of chasodim, which will sweeten the uh, the Gavuros. And this is another benefit that he says in that God, by having that light, not just come down to you over here in this world, but coming down in the source, and that way, uh, you have the benefit that automatically that unity of the Kuchabricha and the Shechinte will cause for these things to be sweetened. So the Altarebbe was discussing over here uh, that once when he davens, should not only daven to bring down the Shechina for himself, but he should also have in mind to bring down the Shechina in the higher world, in the level of 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 Malchus that to bring down Kuchabricha Shechinte l'shem Yitzchakabricha Shechinte. But now the Altarev is going to say to really want that seems to be something that you have to pray for somebody else, not for yourself, because now you're concerned that this should uh, uh, this should affect uh, the general world, not only for yourself. And that's something which is a little harder. So the Altarev explains. Even though for this intentions to be truthfully in his heart. Which means that his heart should really truthfully want this unity, this supreme unity of the one to be miyached the kuchabricho and the shechinte, so that the malchus and 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 the, and the kuchabricho should be united. Even though we said before, we get a benefit from it over here too, because the chasadim becomes sweetened. The gevuris nagoy said, but generally speaking, you're trying, you want Hashem to be united with malchus. This seems to be doing for Hashem. He's going to say, I mean, I don't know if he talks about today's children, but he's going to quote from the Zohar over here, that sometimes a, a child wants to do for the father and mother more than he wants to do for himself. So he'll go, he has more love for them. So when we do for Hashem, sometimes in a way, which is not selfish, that's expressed like a child, we're doing for Hashem, we're asking for the Shechina to be united with the Kuchabrichu, which is not ourselves, and because we love Hashem, because this is what Hashem wants, so that's a higher level, so sorry, so in order for a person to have truthfully want 
this uh, have in mind for the Kuchibrich Shkinte really want this you have to have a love in your heart for Hashem alone your intention should be to cause a pleasant in the spirits, to cause a pleasure to just for Hashem, it's not for you. Not to satisfy your own thirsty soul to Hashem. Because most of the time, your soul thirsts for Hashem, so you're looking to satisfy your soul. Like we said before, if you are yearning for Hashem, you want to cleave to Hashem, study Torah, that's the way to connect to Hashem. Do the mitzvahs, that's you connecting to Hashem. Don't complain, how do I connect to Hashem? As he said in the end of chapter 40, earlier. But over here, uh, in order to want that is not for your selfish reason. You know, a lot of times you say, I love you. What you're really saying is, I love myself. I love myself because of what you do for me. So when you say you love God, oh, you're loving God because it's good for you, because loving God gives you satisfaction, makes you on a higher level. It's all for yourself. So you love Hashem, but you love it for yourself. But in this case, you want to love Hashem for Hashem. Quoting from the Raim Heaven from the Zayir, it's like a son whose effort for his father and his mother, he has, loves them more than himself, more than his own soul. As it says before, in the name of the Raim Hemna, which is a section of the Zohar, which says that there is a level of love to Hashem, was like a son who loves just for Hashem. You're doing it for Hashem's sake. That is a... Uh, uh, a higher level. That's not an ordinary level. Most of the people love themselves, you know, do it for themselves. Even though good things, but they do it for their own selves. But he says, so, how could we tell you before that you should, uh, before you daven, you should think about L'Shem Yichud, we do it all the time, L'Shem Yichud, Why are we telling you that? I mean, it's really, uh, you don't, by that level, it's not really truthfully, because you need to be on a very high level to really mean it for Hashem. Yet, he tells you, Every person should train himself with this intention. Why? For although it is not truthfully truth, totally in his heart, in other words, you're not really, really doing it for Hashem. So with all your heart, you should really want this. So he says, he says a little bit from a little bit a little bit from us from some of it his heart really wants truthfully and why is that because there is the natural love that every Jewish person has wants to do whatever Hashem wants Hashem wants this unity of the Kuchibricha and the Shechintei, that's Hashem wants. So if Hashem wants it, naturally we want it also. So this is something that we want because Hashem wants that. So, and we know that Hashem really wants this. This is really true want. Hashem really wants to unite so that the Kuchibricha should come down with the Shechintei in this of the Hashem wants it. That is the supreme unity that takes place in Atzilus. Which is created, which is made up through the arousal from below. 
through the unity of his godly soul and being included he does it through below here when you unite your godly soul and you include it in the light of Hashem because the light of Hashem is dressed up Hashem's in the light of Hashem in the Torah and the mitzvahs that you're doing over here that's Hashem's light so you're through your doing it you're uniting your soul to be included with the Torah and Mitzvah. And then you will become one. So you're including your soul into the Ratzina Elyon, as he said before, not to have any other desires, just to connect your your Chachma Bina Das and everything that you want to be included in Hashem, except Hashem as a king, to be included in the light of Hashem, which is dressed up in the Torah and the Mitzvahs. And, and, this is what Hashem wants to do, and when you do that yichud, this rusul This also creates that other unity above, which is the source of the Torah mitzvahs, which is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That is the source with with the source of His nefesh, the source of Torah. So, like in this world, you have the. Torah that he's doing and the godly soul are united. The source of Torah, which is the Ratzin Ha'elyon, which is God's will, Shachadish Baruch in Mokar Nafshelikis, with the source of your godly soul, Hanikra B'Shem Shechina. That is called the, the, the godly soul, source of the person is called Shechina. Shehem B'Chinas Malakalam, B'Chinas Sevakalam, which is both, fills and surrounds the world, because as we say from the Shechina, there is the two lights that come in a way that is subjected to contractions according to the world or in a way of as explained elsewhere at length. So basically what he says to you in the last two, 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 two classes we learned is the Rebbe was basically saying to us that uh, one should have an additional thought about connecting not only your own soul to the uh, to the Shekhinah with the mitzvahs that you're doing in this world but to also realize that you're also connecting at the uh, at the higher level of the Kuchibrichu with the Shekhinah in the level of Atzilus. And, uh, and, and, and we learned, even though it's for Hashem and it's something which is a higher level, but because at the end of the day, this is Hashem's wishes, because Hashem wants you to do the mitzvah so that then through your mitzvah this happens above. And since naturally you have the inkling to do whatever Hashem wants, so although that's a very high level, but still somewhat of it is really a person's accomplished, you should train yourself. So he's telling you basically, train yourself to think, not only for yourself. Tanya, and here we're discussing that while the greater level of wanting to unite Kuchabrich with the Shkinte, which means on the spiritual levels, is something which is a high level that a person needs to reach and it's not completely. A person can't uh, say that he really does it with his full heart, that he cares about the Kuchabricho being united with the Shechinte in the worlds of Atzilus in a higher level. But on the other hand, that unity that takes place by the person himself in this world, that is something that the Torah that he does, which is the Ratzin Hashem, and his Nefesh kiss which is created from the level of Malchus, but he's in this world over here. That unity, that's something that we all, that we have to have that thought, and that's something that we can really have in mind. Avo, 
the Alter Rebbe continues, Yichud Nafshi Vizkalusa Ba'ayin Hashem Lihis Lachadim. But the unity of his soul, to unite his soul with Hashem, Vizkalusa Ba'ayin Hashem, and to include it in the light of Hashem, which is the Torah Mitzvahs, Lihis Lachadim, to be one so that his soul unites with the a godly light that emanates through the Torah mitzvahs. That every Jewish person <coughs> wants in truth, truthfully, totally, as opposed to the one for Hashem, for Kuchibrich Shinte, Nefesh. He wants it with all of his heart and all of his soul. And that's based Mahava Ativis. That's the natural love, Amsuteres, belief called Yisrael, that is hidden in the heart of every Yid. Is Ledovka Bahashem to connect to Klif Tashem. The loyally potted Veliyis Nichres Vinivdal Chazvisholem, Miyudav Akdusi is Baruch Bishomayfan. Not to be separated and not to be cut off and uh, and, this, and, and, and separate, God forbid, from Hashem's unity and oneness in no way. There is no way that a Yid wants to be separated from Hashem. So you want to be. Uh, connect Hashem. Even if it costs you your life. The Alter Rebbe spoke earlier that sometimes people will give up their lives, or most of the time the people even that were not religious and they did not practice uh, Judaism in the regular way, but when it came to a test in which they offered them to change their religion or uh, accept another religion or give up their life, they gave up their life. So what does it mean? They give up their life. That means that is how strong the inherent love and connection of the soul is to Hashem. So, when you give up, and we said before, you're included in yourself, what does it mean you give up? You give up all worldly pleasures, whatever the world has to offer, for what Hashem has to offer. In other words, Torah and mitzvahs becomes your soul, you're included, your, your godly soul is included in the will in the Torah and the mitzvahs, that is the will of Hashem. That is, you don't want to be separated. And essentially, that's what happens after one passes on from this world, because what one does is one uh, uh, goes, uh, forgets about any physical things, only the spiritual matter that counts. So you're basically saying that at this point, that's the intention that you're having, that your soul connects with Hashem, which it wants to do, and you're basically saying, even while I'm here in this world, all the physical, that means giving up your soul, basically, essentially, you're saying, basically, that everything in this world doesn't mean anything. The only thing that is in purpose, the only thing that's valuable, is Hashem's Torah and mitzvahs, is connecting to Hashem. That's the only thing that really exists. And that's what we call that Mesidus Nefesh, uh, like Mr. Snuff is like giving up your soul, which means giving up your uh, your wants, whatever you want, and just for Hashem. And the occupation in Torah, and mitzvahs, and the prayer. That is actually giving away your soul. Why? Just like when you leave the body. Just like when you leave the body. A person has no other desires, the physical things, the pleasures, the chocolate, the wealth, the power, all these things mean nothing after you leave this world. So just like 
that's the way what that's mysterious nefesh when a person occupies that's what he has that's what he has naturally inkling and that's what he really wants to everybody wants to do that that he really wants to naturally just like when the person leaves the body <coughs> that's why it's called mysterious nefesh because that's what actually happens when you leave the body when 70 years fills, you no longer worry or think about the needs of the body. But your <coughs> thought is united and dressed up in the words of prayer and uh, of Torah and prayer. Those are the words of Torah, those are Hashem's words. And that's Hashem's thought. So you're perceiving, you're saying and you're perceiving Hashem's words. And they become one. Uh, that's what happens. What, what are the soul? Because this, this is actually what happens. What do the, the souls do in Ganeiden, in heaven? What do they do over there? They study Torah and they, they do prayer and they connect to the to, to, to the words of Torah, which is Hashem, that's what they do there. So that's actually what happens when you give your soul away when the time comes after, he says, 70 years, because the Pasuk says our days of our lives are 70 years. But Baruch Hashem, if God blesses us to 120 years. So he says, So the only is, over there, they have a delight. In Gan Eden, they're enjoying this when they understand and when they're included in the light of Hashem. That's their pleasure. That's the Gan Eden. That's so now I'm in borrowed time. Baruch Hashem. So, but over there, there's a pleasure with that. Over here, you have to tell yourself that you really want to wanna enjoy that. But over there, that's actually what you're doing. You're dominating and learning over there on the spiritual level. So, so what are we doing over here? So over here, basically what we're saying over here, this is explaining now, in the morning, the Birchat HaShachar, we actually start and we say this, look, we say to Hashem, you created our soul, and we're giving it back to you. So when we give it back to you, what's going to be our whole appreciation is going to be the fact that we're going to study Torah and do and, and, and Davin, and we're going to connect to the Ein Sof through the words of Torah, which is Hashem's words, and it's Hashem's wisdom. That's how we're going to connect with you. So what we're saying is, well, that's ultimately our goal, where we're going to, so even we're going to do that right now. We're going to connect to you through our davening right now, through our mitzvahs right now. I'm not going to wait for after 70 years. We're going to do it right now. So it says, This is what the rabbis instituted in the beginning, in the beginning of the morning prayer, blessings, before the davening, we say, God, the soul that you're giving me, and you have blown it into me. So send it all the ways to us, to this world. And you're going to take it from me. And therefore, so what is he trying to say with this? So what he's saying is like this. Since you have blown it and in the venture, you are going to take it from me. So I'm not really waiting for you to take it from me. I'm going to give you my soul right now. Even while in this world, you gave it to me and you're going to take it back even now. 
From now on, I am giving it over and I'm returning it to you now. To unite it with your unity. I'm giving even in this world while he's in the soul and the body, the neshama is in the body, the nefesh is in the body, I'm giving it back to you by occupying of Torah and the mitzvahs. As the verse says, to you, my Hashem, I raise my soul. So how does he do that? How, do, how does he give back Hashem his soul? Very simply, now we know through the Torah and the mitzvahs that he does. Al Yidei, by uniting my thought with your thought, which is what? Which is thinking about the words of Torah, thinking about the words of prayer. And my speech in your speech, I'm saying words of prayer and words of Torah. Through the letters of Torah and Tefillah. This also, thoughts is also letters. Letters, spiritual letters, physical letters, more speech letters. But that's how I am going to give your soul over to you now. Especially when you say the words, Hashem, like you say, Baruch Ato Hashem. What does it mean? Baruch Ato means you. Like you're speaking to Hashem. So it's, oh, we're uniting with Hashem because we're not talking to blessed is He. Say blessed are you when you're talking to somebody, which means you're uniting that you're making Hashem in your presence. You're saying because when we daven, we say Baruch Atah, blessed are you. You means that you're standing next to God. If you were talking about a third person, you're not standing right now. You say blessed is He, not say Baruch Hu. I say Baruch Hu Baruch Shmo. Sometimes you say that too, but the brachas mostly are Baruch Atah, blessed are you. K'mayi Baruch Similar to this, that is the way that you connect to Hashem, and that is the way you're giving Hashem your sofa right now.